All right, Kevin, the microphones are ready. Time to do the podcast. I don't want to do a podcast. Kevin, it's time to do the podcast. We talked about this before. I want to go out and play with my friends. Kevin, you don't have any friends. Let's do the podcast. Well, my friends are waiting outside for me. Stop talking about your imaginary friends. We're doing the podcast. I'm going to go get drunk with my friends. I'm going to give you to the count of three. One, two. Fine, let's do a podcast. That's what I thought. Jeremy, I went back into the shed. I uh, the unlocked shed. the shed. I unlocked the seven seals <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and pulled out the third space roll generator. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I thought we were going to do some nonsense. Well, usually <laughs> when we talk about the format of our of our dumb show that we don't plan. Um, <laughs> I mean, usually with the, with the world generator, the nonsense is us just making jokes about the fact that it's a machine that, we, that I keep in my house. Well, why would we make a joke about something that's very real, Kevin? I mean, that's fair. Yeah. We never joke about real things, only fake things exactly. we make up in our brains. Exactly. <laughs> then it's all a joke. <laughs> if it's real, we don't joke about it. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the rule. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have something uh, not real to joke about? Uh, I had something, but then you just brought this machine in here, and I'm distracted by how beautiful it is. Yeah, I I polished it up. I I changed all the wires. Yeah, I uh, I made them. Co- it's it's Christmas themed because now it is. Yeah, we're past Halloween, so that means everything is Christmas now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Halloween, did you know it's the second most commercially successful holiday? Uh, okay, the first one being Valentine's Christmas. Day. Christmas. Christmas. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It beats out Valentine's Day because people only get, like, a couple snacks and, like, a present for Valentine's Day. Yeah. But for Halloween, people go out and buy entire outfits. Yeah, but the reason – the, but the, the feeling I And had then the, they buy their Halloween candy too early and eat it all and have to go buy extra. Well, the reason I thought Valentine's Day is that, that those, those few big-ticket, like, whale items yeah. uh, would surpass. Like, the, the idea of being like, they oh, don't. I spent, you know, a couple thousand dollars on this. Yeah, here, here's the other thing, Kevin – Sometimes people don't have anyone they're giving anything to on Valentine's Day, but everyone's part of Halloween. <laughs> but everybody wants chocolate. Yeah. Um, speaking of chocolate. Okay. Don't you think Milk Duds is a bad name for a candy? Oh, it's a terrible name for yeah. a candy. Also, the candy's not that good. It's not. It's real bad. Yeah. You, you're looking you're there literally because, said you're it's there not it's worth milk- it in the name. Yeah, you're looking at because there's Milk Duds on my... On my desk yeah, right yeah. now. Because those were given to me. And I was like, I don't think I ever had a milk dud. So I opened up an A1 and went, this isn't good. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just They tr- could have named them Milk Buds. They could have done that. That's not that different. I mean, it's, a, it's just like chocolate and caramel. But like, I don't know what it is. It's like the chocolate isn't good and the caramel isn't good. Well, of course, if it was good, they'd have to charge more for it, Kevin. <laughs> Someone gave me milk does as a punishment, I think. <laughs> that person isn't your real friend. <laughs> no, they're no, they're a dud. Anyways, let's grab the remainder of those milk duds and climb into this machine. All right. And uh, we'll leave them somewhere in the universe. That's right. And to make sure anybody who's new knows what's going on in this machine, we have several generators connected to the internet. Yep. We're on Wi-Fi. We're on Wi-Fi in this machine. 
uh, and uh, we'll activate the generators, and from those generators, we'll construct a world. Yeah. Uh, we start out with a genre generator that will mix up to three genres together. Yep, between two and three. And then we will also generate a mood, uh, which will tell us sort of the narrative direction of this world. Uh, and our mood generator is strange and wonderful. <laughs> we don't know where it came from, but somewhere <laughs> on the internet. And then later on, once we've established the world, we'll see what sort of people inhabit it. Yeah. Uh, with our people's generator. Yeah. You want to do your theme song? Oh, right. <laughs> Uh, oh god uh, it's the third space and their machine of world generation yes he perfectly planned <laughs> alright so our genres that I have just rolled for us are interesting okay yeah so we have two genres this time and they are mystery historical Ooh. Ooh. I don't know what we're going to do with that. Yeah. Hopefully the mood will help us. I think so. Our mood is. What is our mood? Creative. Which unconsciously conceals being jealous. Oh, I see. So we're being creative to hide our envy (laughs) in this historical mystery world. Okay. So once again, we pulled up mystery, which always means that the world just is (laughs) a pain. (laughs) It's not necessarily true. I think what's interesting about this is um, we have a real chance to do something completely off the wall. Okay. Because whenever we do historical, very rarely do we actually end it it with being just one era. Well, so right? usually we add a bunch of different eras. Yeah, but here's 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 honestly what I was thinking. I don't know if you're leading up to something. Here's what I was thinking. Yeah, mystery, historical, and then creative. So obviously creative in the mysteries. Yes. Um. Or that, well, it's creative to hide our jealousy. Yes, unconsciously is hiding the jealousy. Yeah. So what? So I think we have another sentient planet, Kevin. I don't know if it's a sentient planet. You can't always make it a sentient planet. I, Not every planet can be sentient. We don't make every planet sentient. Sometimes we make their moon sentient. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I was thinking is that this is a world full of national treasures. Uh, no. <laughs> you can't say national treasure on this podcast, Historical... Kevin. Or he'll come. He'll come, Kevin. Histor- no, only if you say it three times. <laughs> <laughs> Historical, not fantasy, historical mystery. Historical mystery. So because historical doesn't make sense in a world that we're creating an entire world, it has to be a world that is very obsessed with its own history. It's very like it. it's it's all about the, you know, the, the past and the future on those things. And then the mystery is the fact that there is some sort of national mystery. <laughs> okay. We could definitely go in that direction, Kevin. All right. And you know that I love to summon Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yes. This is the first thought I had, and let me tell you let me let me lay it out for you. Right. I'll pitch you and you see if you like it. Okay. So in my in the first idea that popped into my head, which would tell you something about the type of person I am, mm-hmm. is that this is a world that is in like maybe it's close to a black hole okay. or something else, but it's in a vicinity where there are wormholes to other dimensions. Okay. Right? And basically these wormholes open and like just leave basically an era of history in an area 
and then like disappear. People don't know where they come from. All right. Right? And they also don't know what weird smorgasbord of thing is going to be there because this is from different dimensions. It's not actually their historical past. Okay. Right? But like so this might be all on the same planet. <laughs> Just like there might be like a hundred of these planets all swapping out different pieces of each other all the time. Okay. Because of, of these wormholes. Then the ru- then then as for the rules of the generator, <laughs> how do we do both those things? Oh no. <laughs> so it is a so it's so it's some sort of like dimensionally unstable area yeah uh full of just like dropping off and taking away dimensions yeah there's a lot of mystery with that what is this place where it oh, come but from only landmarks get swapped only landmarks get swapped that's national treasures well hold on but give me the the also the idea of that we can't say it again now jeremy it'll <laughs> come for us <laughs> I mean, you did say treasures. I think that might yeah. be because because you can't. It wasn't one; it was multiple. Yeah, because you can't say be like Beetlejuices. No, would, it doesn't yeah, work. Come, Beetle geese, Beetlejuices, <laughs> Beetlejesus, Beetlejesus. <laughs> if you say Beetlejesus three times, Beetlejesus comes to get you. Yeah, and he brings you presents for all the good boys and girls. Nope, that's the wrong one. Mm? That's Beetle. <laughs> that's Beetle Claws. You're yeah, right. Beetle Claws. <laughs> this is our Beetle expanded universe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so it's a, uh, so, so I, I think the idea is that these, that there's some sort of drive to figure out, I guess, a truth behind all these landmarks. I think, I think what's really interesting. Yeah. Is that it's ran. I do think it needs to be some sort of ridiculous Wait. amount of like alternate Wait. planets. Wait, because it's supposed to be creative, which, which unconsciously conceals jealousy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe what this actually is is everybody trying to create the biggest landmarks because whenever another <laughs> landmark comes down, they're like, damn, damn, that thing's good. <laughs> Build a tower taller. <laughs> Build a taller tower. <laughs> Fuck these guys. I, I, I think that is definitely valid. <laughs> but I also think that um, these other like landmarks come in. Yeah. But the thing is, let's say like the Statue of Liberty appeared. Yeah. Right. The Statue of Liberty is hollow. There's stuff inside the Statue of Liberty, which would also show up. So they come in, right? And they're like, wait, is this like a better walkie-talkie? <laughs> they're trying to figure out what it is. Yeah, like they have the different technologies and they're like, man, these people made this awesome thing. Now we have to make something awesome. Yeah, but they, they but because they don't know what it is, yeah. they make something different. Exactly. So, so, so in comes the... <laughs> this is a very chaotic world. So in comes the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And they're like, what is this? They go inside. It's some... It's clearly some sort of phone. <laughs> yeah, this is clearly some sort of radio tower. Which means on their side... Which they, it is, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> um, on their side, they make a radio tower that yeah. looks like, you know, a person. Yeah. To be more extravagant than the that Statue looks of Liberty. like Terry Crews, because. Yeah. 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 Just in just doing the, uh, the you know, all, all muscles curl. The all muscles curl. Uh, we definitely work out lots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are there names for poses? Probably. Yeah. I don't know them. Neither do I. Uh, I mean, we can make up names for poses. We yeah. have the all muscle. The, you, you have the all muscle curl. Yeah, the all muscle curl. You you ha- you have the ooh. What is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, we because you have the look. My elbows are the only things that don't have muscles on them. Pose. <laughs> you have the armpits also have muscles. Pose. Yeah. You have the don't my wrist look tiny when I do this pose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you at home figure out what these poses are <laughs> and send us pictures of what you think they are send us pictures of yourself posing 
I mean, I think legally uh, we could ask for that. Uh, I mean, you could find poses on the internet. I'm sure. <laughs> I send us poses of other people posing. Yeah, there we go. Just search into Google. Doesn't it? Doesn't this pose make my wrist look small? And just see what comes up. <laughs> hmm. Hours of entertainment. Hours. Um, okay, so let's do a quick recap. Yep. This is a dimensionally unstable world. Yes. We're only going to focus on one. Well, we can, like, the thing is, is... Well, they all sort of inter... The other ones are, are infinite possibility, basically. Yeah, yeah. We need to focus on one, but there, any world we want there to be there... Sort of reflect the same world. Yeah, yeah, they'll but, all like, have the same, same like... Yeah, because they're all type stuff. It's 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 the it's the sliders idea that no matter yeah. which dimension you go to, there's still like people and it's still like all it's still noticeably Earth. God, I hope when we generate the people of this world, it just comes up with Nick Cage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they got a bunch of people running around, being like, "We got to figure out the, these mysteries." <laughs> All these landmarks come down. We gotta figure out what they mean. Be quiet. I'm explaining. No, I was explaining. And once people figure <laughs> out that you know these are going around, I mean, of course you would be like, we don't want people to figure out our secrets. Let's put a bunch of traps and <laughs> and like puzzles in there. Oh, absolutely. Because we you, you still need to get in and do stuff. You, you can't do. just seal it up. You do. What if they invade you one day, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. What if that happens? What if one day, like a wormhole opens up and it's full of a bunch of dark androids? That are going to take over your world. Androids? Because they would... I think people don't come with these no, wormholes. No, absolutely not. But if you had, like, robots or androids, I think they would. But the, but I like the idea that the these things that they grab are landmarks. Like They yeah, all yeah. have to be historically important. Yes, they do. So if you can create a, a historically important android... Yeah. Then, yeah, it could come through. I guess, yeah. The wormholes specifically only take historical objects. Yeah. Once again, historical mystery. Yeah. So it only takes <laughs> historical objects. Yes. <laughs> I like the idea of us being like, oh, you, thousands of years ago, we created, the, created these, you know, pyramids. I like how you became Sylvester Stallone there for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll go build, the, right. uh, uh, we'll build the things, and then uh, this is why it's important thousands of years ago. Adrian! Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, but so, like, so a thousand years ago, we created this uh, pyramid structure here. It's very important to us. Voomp! Oh, shit. <laughs> it'll, it'll come here's back, the, right? Here's the thing. I think it's instantaneous, and it's like a swap. <laughs> so, so, so it's, wait, it's not just like, it will be here nowhere? Like it's all they always change positions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I just, I just like the like the concept that also it could last anywhere between a few days to months to even a couple years. I mean, here's the thing. I think sometimes yeah. these swaps happen and people don't even realize it's there. Remember, it can only be swapped if it's of historical importance. So it needs to become historically important before it can be swapped again. Well, no, because it's not your world. Yeah, it's not your world's history. Wait, so so the way that works is that, that it only grabs it if it's historically important to your world? Exactly, which is why you get, like, this weird smorgasbord of stuff. And this is also, like, and picture this, Kevin. Yeah. Picture this. Um, you have, in the distance, like, the Eiffel Tower or something. Yeah. Right? And it's of historical importance to you because, yeah. you know, it was this important project, one of the tallest towers in the world. Yeah. Uh, symbol of romance for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and it disappears. Yeah. And then on your field 
Yeah. Your farming land yeah. and a bunch of other farming lands, the Sphinx appears. So it's not this it's not even the same area. It's just no. it just swaps things. Yeah. So what what happens is you're like, okay, well now I have all my crops underneath this giant stone statue. I need to figure out why this is important so it will go away. This is like the plot to an anime. Yes. <laughs> we we already made an anime world, Kevin. As soon as we were like wormhole to like a thousand different versions of this world and it's only important things we made it an anime yeah yeah all right um i mean that means you can act, you can technically kind of communicate with these other worlds because if you put something in there that's not a person but an object yeah like a time capsule yeah that will be like moved as well they sent us this weird code <laughs> but once again everything conceals <laughs> jealousy yeah. they're very very creative they have a lot of the like I mean, they're Nicolas Cage, yeah. who I believe is creative, but unconsciously is conceals jealousy. I yeah, don't know sure. for what. I mean, I think Nicolas I Jesus. Cage. I think Nicolas Cage in the National Treasure movies absolutely is that way. That's the <laughs> second time we've said it. Everybody, he's not here. <laughs> he's not here yet. He's not here. No, yet. no, because no, you have to say the actual. You can't do like, you know, pluralisms don't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can add suffixes and prefixes. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the National Treasures is fine. Yeah. Which should be what the sequel should – like, if they do a third reboot, it should be should – be, they should do, like, the Predators or the Aliens Whoa, thing. whoa, 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 Kevin. You said reboot? This should not be a reboot. They should finish sorry, the trilogy. Sorry, sorry, you're right. Not reboot. But when they do the next movie in it, it should it should be like they did with Predators or Aliens. Yeah. With, or Fast and Furious. I think is. the problem is is it's always only focused on one thing. Ah, uh, until this one, where it's National Treasures. <laughs> no, because you'd need more than one Nick Cage to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's the premise. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Something Gates? Yeah, something Gates. All right. Nicholas Cage. Uh, something, something Gates. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, so it, the way that it happens is that when something becomes historically important, there's a chance, and the more historically important, the higher the chance is, yep. that it will just be grabbed by these wormholes. And the thing is, that if there's infinite dimensions, this is actually happening fairly, like, regularly. Yeah. The, the, I think the thing that stops it from being, like, a constant, like, landscaping shift is, one, things have to become historically important again. Yeah. And two, the swaps aren't only happening to this one world. Yeah, it's happening to... But that means there's infinite of them. Yeah. Which means there's infinite worlds for that one to swap with. Yeah. Like, that's do, we, do we want to set a timeline for how, how often swaps occur? Well, no, there's, no way of, there's no way of telling. There's it's no, random. There's, yeah, it's so it could, random. So it could be like every Tuesday for like a year it happens and then doesn't happen for a year. Yeah, like it, it, it entirely depends on if like... Usually historically important, and they have something historically important, and this great cosmic like sw- like swap meet. Um, is, yeah. Well, like, what there is you. is that there's a bunch of dimensional wizards who are basically playing the cup game with like landmarks. I like the idea actually. <laughs> that sort of what this almost is is that there is a like high mass thing that has all all these black holes orbiting around it. So if one just like goes. <sighs> over an important landmark yeah it just like scoops it up yep. like it's like it only connects to important landmarks yeah but it, it only if it passes in its route oh yeah so it's like whoop, and it's gone and then whoop, another <laughs> one comes down this is what also i like about this kevin because every single time we've got mystery i like to make there be a mystery under the mystery yeah and the mystery under all these mysteries is why does this happen <laughs> <laughs> i like that, that the fact that because it's a historical mystery there is no answer. No, there is no answer. <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah. 
is one of those dumb things where it's like, oh no, we ask you a question, but we don't answer it. Aren't we edgy? No, you're not. You're, no, just, you're just confusing. You just didn't do what you said you would do. You just tricked me. Video game that I played recently. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we shit on stuff all the time. You can say the name of the game. It's Hello Neighbor. Hello Neighbor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it came up with one premise. Like, hey, what's what's going on in that neighbor's basement? doesn't answer. It just gives you some stupid symbolism. Yeah. And it's like, look how cool we are. I'm like, you gave me nothing. Yeah. It, I don't know why people mistake to confusing their audience with being edgy. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I was like, like yeah. ah, we, we don't tell you exactly what happened. And what would like, be edgy is if everything in the basement had an edge. Mm, yes. A knife basement. That's right. <laughs> Here. Welcome to... A thousand years ago, I created a knife basement. <laughs> a basement full of knives. Um, Aww. Uh, All my knives are gone. Uh, we've noticed in this area that um, very dangerous um, objects seem to appear. Here we have some sort of throne of iron. Here is a basement full of edges. <laughs> Perhaps there's something about this area that can... There's a treasure here! <laughs> uh, I went a little bit Keanu Reeves there. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, my God. A Bill and Ted's awesome adventure mixed with uh, something something Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. something Gates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would watch, I'd that, watch movie. that. Yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> I would watch that all day. <laughs> Wait, you have a you you have you have a phone booth that you travel through time? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find this treasure. You know where it was? <laughs> just a sec just a second, dude. <laughs> I'm going to ask George Washington. <laughs> 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 Where did you hide your treasure? Did you know he has wooden teeth? Then uh, <laughs> George Rogers is like, no, I don't. That was a lie. I mean, some of them are wood. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I don't think he had wooden teeth. I don't actually, think he, he did either. Yeah, uh, he did have dentures, though. I think. I like the I like the idea that in the Bill and Ted universe, though, that any historical misunderstandings are there, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how did this happen? Just through like force of will. Yeah, how does that happen? Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, is there anything else that we're not hitting? I'm gonna, I think we we've sort of. Well, I'm I'm, I'm just thinking we like pre-prescribed through. sort of from some behavior to the people. So yeah. maybe let's think about: is there a way we can make this world without touching upon the people who are in it? Yeah, creative, but underneath it is jealousy. Well, I mean that's sort of I think the idea of the scooping up items is that whenever an i like whenever someone creates something that becomes historically important this some like, some other world steals it yeah basically. well now this is mine well no because if we if we ascribe if we some form of even like subconscious because it is subconscious yeah um the subconscious intelligence to the portals whether what you want it to be it's the idea that whenever someone creates something they're like they're like oh that's cool but i bet it will look better over here <laughs> So, like, they're trying to make a cool world. Yeah. But it's mostly just because they're like, oh, I guess that's cool, but I don't think you did it right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could do – I could put that in a better place. Oh, you just put – you put that in the desert? That's cool. But if you put it in, like, a rainforest, more people could see it. Yeah. They just crush the rainforest. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? 
I see you built a giant statue of this Jesus guy. Gonna move that. <laughs> oh, you put on top of a mountain so everyone can see it? That's cool. I put it at the bottom of a pit. That's right. It's in the ocean. You look down and you're like, what's that? Jesus. Giant face facing you. <laughs> Big water Jesus. Big water Jesus. <laughs> Thought you said he could walk on water. Oh, what now? What? What are you doing now? Why are you antagonizing me? <laughs> Universe. Universe. <laughs> personification of chaos <laughs> no i like that that this is like like the idea that this thing's trying to <laughs> it's trying to like make a better place for these things yeah but mostly just because he doesn't like they're doing it yeah it's 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 just like oh okay so you made like a hanging gardens that's oh, cool that's cool that's cool that's cool i what if we take the hanging garden and put it in the antarctic yeah uh oh um i see you made a uh a nice birth calendar out of stone um in some as, as some sort of hinge that's cool uh, i'm just gonna take it to where people know what it does and uh, i'll just drop it in england wait wait you so you ended it at, at 2012 is that some sort of like prediction of the future no i think we just assume like we would make another one <laughs> <laughs> like it is that seems wrong let me put that here <laughs> Uh, mm, I think the apocalypse. Yeah, I think the apocalypse. All right. Uh, <laughs> we were just going to make another one. Yeah. Like that's a thousand years from now or something. <sighs> yeah, we still have copies of the calendar. Oh, I'll move all of them. <laughs> I'll do it. Which ones are historical? Which one do you think are important? I'll take them. I'll take them. I'll take them. You like them? I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> Those are mine now. <laughs> I mean, they're theirs now. <laughs> I own everything. <laughs> I mean, what sucks, Jeremy, is when buildings become historical. This is when, true. When, when you're like, oh, the Empire State Building. Gone. All the people are just left on the ground, I yep. imagine. Yep. So, so they're like, oh, man, look at that building. Uh... All right. Well, I figured that, that like. The... Oh, it's a safe thing? Yeah, they just like put them on the ground. Okay. I mean, this thing's already pulling things through dimensions. That's true. I feel like it has the power to just. I mean, to be fair, there's also, you know, however many floors of people all clumped in a body That's pile. That's true. It's not great. In the, in the, in the, in the, under, in the hole where the Empire State Building used to be. That's why they stopped making basements, Kevin. I mean, either that or maybe when the building switches, if we assume an intelligence, he switches it with another building. <laughs> so they're just like, what? Wait, wait, now we're the what? Burj Khalifa? What? 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 It's taller, but also... There's it's steam coming out of everything in this building. I don't understand. <laughs> Steampunk world. Yeah. They, they got us again. <laughs> Why do they make everything so uncomfortable? <laughs> the rule, I, took, I took a steampunk class. Yeah. You know, for science fiction. And one of the rules of steampunk... I thought you were just going to say for science. For science. <laughs> um, and one of the rules of steampunk... Is that the more dangerous it is, the cooler it is. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do something to make it safe. You do something to make it cool. Yeah. And then make it dangerous. And make it, yeah, the more dangerous, cool it is. So, yeah. So, this is a building that's just spraying out steam. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to get through the, to the next floor, you're going to have to go through the steam wall. You guys, look, they have a water cooler, but it's surrounded by... Oh, that's like carbon acid. <laughs> well, once again, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to uh, to lose the fact that if these people, them as themselves, also they could be making puzzles in here. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. To be like, oh, well, this is obviously gets into another world at some point. We we don't want them learning our secrets. I mean, right now with the world that we have, we actually I don't think we've decided on 
a single world to focus on right now because right now it's just every world is like well, no, this. I, well, the thing right? I, I but think, I, th- I think the thing that's actually gonna make this more specific for this world yeah. is when we get to the people because they're gonna just de- that's gonna decide what sort of world this is I think. and, I, and I, I do think it's very important that, that because of the way that this thing we're doing functions yeah I think everybody is different shades of that yeah yeah like like this this is one of those universal things yeah that when you no matter which universe you go go into in this no matter which sub-universe you go into this universe. Some of these things are true. Yeah, that, that these that these people are the ones that exist. It's yeah. the sliders rule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, it's well. Scott Bakula? Is Scott Bakula? Nope, that's, uh, that's Quantum Leap. Yeah, it's the same thing. No, no, I think Quantum Leap, he's still on Earth. He just goes through time. Yeah. No, sliders, they go through different dimensions. Yeah, it's the same thing. Do you know the difference between time and dimensions? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the same premise. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, no, they also don't go into bodies. The entire thing about Quantum Leap is that he goes into people's bodies. No. Yeah. That doesn't happen in Quantum Leap. Yes, he yes he inhabits the body of the pe- of someone in that time, and he has to do something like. Well, why does he always look like Scott Bakula then? Because he looks like Scott Bakula to us because they paid for Scott Bakula. I mean, to be fair, at that time he wasn't Scott Bakula; he was just dude. Uh, but he, but but like, <laughs> Scott Bakula is in fact a title. But they want a this past from man to man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna hire like an actor to be your actor, you want to hire an actor. You don't want to hire a different lead every single episode. I mean, it'd probably be cheaper. Um, no, it'd be a lot more work. It would not be cheaper, honestly, because they film episodes in blocks. I guess that's true. So you'd have to have you'd have to hire more actors. Yeah. Want to go to commercial? Yeah, let's. Uh, we've resolved the Scott Bakula quandary, <laughs> and uh, we'll return to see if he's here on this planet. This week's episode of the Third Space is brought to you by voting. Head out there to wherever to, you know your local elementary school or church. Ignore the kids. Or the old ladies. Head straight to your designated line. And when you get when you get there, you'll tell them your name. You'll show your ID. They'll uh, give you your voting card. You'll go into the voting booth. You'll check off the people you're voting for. And you'll put it in the box. Remember to use the appropriate uten- writing utensil and marking when making your vote. So is there a joke here? No, voting's really important, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, both local and international votes coming up, so I just want to, like, people should vote. Yeah. And also, you might do it differently. That's the way we do it here. And I do it differently. Anyway, figure out how you vote, then vote like that. Yeah, like, like uh, vote. Please. But. I'm glad you got a joke in there. We've got the world, or I guess worlds, and now we just have to see what these people are going to be like. So we can really focus down on what they have to deal with, I guess. I just rolled the weirdest thing in the world. Okay, well, hit me with your with our weird, weird thing. The appearance of this race okay. is based on yeah. the moon. Okay. They are a crafty race. This is also very small. Usually we get a lot more. It's a yeah. very small amount here. <laughs> they are a crafty race, okay. which makes sense. It does make that sense. That goes to what we were saying. does make sense. Their social structure is influenced by class, so they're a class system. Okay. Yeah, that also kind of makes sense. Their culture is inspired by the Libyan people. Don't know much about that. No, we're talk- well, we, we mentioned a lot of stuff in that area, though, yeah. with a lot of the things <laughs> yeah. that we were <laughs> yeah. saying. They are generally industrious. Okay. Makes sense. 
and attentive that, with going into the creative that thing. That makes sense. And open-minded toward other races. Uh, also makes sense. Yeah. We they all, know something else is out there. Yeah. Now, I think we have to focus on one very specific thing here, Jeremy. I don't Jeremy. know what you could possibly be talking about. <laughs> Nothing stands out to me at all in that description, Kevin. You don't, you don't think so? No. no. If you had to pick one thing out of there that you think might be a little bit, just like a small amount, a little bit more, you know. I think that Libyan part is really important. The Libyan important. part is weird because, yeah. we don't, cause, you know, we, we're going to obviously have to take a break here, go yeah. and do a lot of studying up on the people of Libya. Yeah. Um, but until we have that time, let's yeah. talk about the fact that these peoples are based on the moon. <laughs> I think the what, fuck does that mean? I, I think it means two things, Kevin. One, the appearance of this race is based on the moon, Jeremy. It says that on the screen. <laughs> this, this this fantasy race generator has an appearance that is the moon. Here, here's the the thing. moon, which is a thing in the sky. Here's the thing, Kevin. I feel like the moon generator did us a little dirty this time, and fantasy race generator has really stepped up. What does this mean? <laughs> This is a gift to us, Kevin. It's a gift. Because I think it means two things. Two things that we have to work around, Kevin, for this. One. One, Kevin. These people are round. Well. And two, Kevin. These people are rocky. No, Jeremy. I'm just going to roll around and box people. I don't think we Uh, can assume... These are anything close to humanoid. No, I think they're, they're floating telekinetic orbs. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, think they're round and they're rocky. That's all we know, Kevin. Yeah, so they're so these are floating rocky telekinetic orbs. Yep. That are crafty and industrious and holy shit. I th- and I think, Kevin. Yeah. And I think they move in orbits around the planet. This went from 0 to 1000. <laughs> In six seconds flat. <laughs> and my skin has been blasted off my body. And that I am now. It looks horrifying. And I am now just Luckily, a floating. Luckily, I'm, I'm in my anti-friction suit. And I'm now just a floating telekinetic orb. Yeah. Okay. Let's say in this world, everybody is an orb. So I, they have no facial features. No. No I mean, arms, no, they, they do. no legs. They, no, no, they have facial features, Jeremy. They have um, the rock Oh Lots. yeah, they have craters. I guess they have craters. They have yeah. like there's a, the, you people see faces on these. That's things. true. That's true. I I think that they are about the size of a basketball. Okay, um, because they have to have telekinetic powers mm-hmm. because they are industrious and attentive. Yeah, like and crafty. Like they have and to be minded to other races. Because why wouldn't the fuck they be? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're pretty weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna judge you. <laughs> this they would these people would see a human and be like. Oh, appendages. <laughs> oh, wait. So, wait. You, like, poop out your bottom? Well, where do you poop from? We don't. We don't. We're self-contained organisms that are, in fact, mostly immortal. Do you eat? No. Do you age? No. Do you die? I mean, if one of us rams into another one hard enough. <laughs> or if one of these appearing, <laughs> like, gets in their orbit. <laughs> Everyone's going to happen. So I think, I think, um, I think they can build like, like simulacrums of bodies using their telekinetic powers. Oh, so this is like a, uh, like, like Kang from the Ninja Turtle situation. Um, a little bit more modular than that. Okay. Like the idea is that if they, like, they are the orb, but if they need to do something, they can build a simulacrum body. 
and like you know start building stuff if they have telekinesis why would they need a body to build stuff they could just use their minds to build the thing i was picking something that would just look cool you know cool over anything else (laughs) but yes you're right that would work (laughs) yeah but mine is cool yeah but here's i guess this is the big question is it something the libyan people would do i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's just their culture though yeah yeah Right, but the, if it if it's just a thing about looking a certain way or looking cool in but, this instance, I mean, Tuber, that's a, that is a human thing. Yeah, like humans do so many things that are based on appearance. Like and we were, said that these people are nothing like humans, so that means they don't cu- do that. Their culture is like humans. No, their culture is like Libyans, which are humans. <laughs> they are humans, <laughs> um, but they are a very specific type of human. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I can, I can agree with the fact that that if you are telekinetic orb, you do just use your telekinesis to like, do uh, you know, screw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's the question. Okay, are they telepathic? Um, I mean, they have to talk to each other somehow, can't they? I mean, we don't have to do give they? them. Yeah, like we don't have to have to have them have language. In okay. that in that way, right? So let's think of it: historical mystery. Creative, isn't but... it more mysterious if none of them are talking to each other? So they all have to communicate through other ways. Yeah. Okay. Like puzzles. Yes. <laughs> yes, Kevin. Okay, so they cannot talk. I am to each... on board with these booby traps now because they're just language puzzles now. I mean, that makes that makes sense because once again, if their appearance is based on the moon, moon doesn't talk to you. Moon does not talk. Moon to only you. talks to Moon Knight. <laughs> It has a light side and a dark side, and it only shows you its good face. Yeah, just uh, like these. Uh, just like they, these. Moons. They only show you their creative side, not yeah. the jealous side. It's hidden. The jealous, like the dark side of the moon. Angry side. Okay. 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 <laughs> so they. So we have. I feel like every single time I need to reiterate what's going on in this stupid world. So we have a bunch of different worlds. Yeah. Hand dimensional, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Uh, full of like. Floating moons. Floating moons that are creating things because that's what they want to do. Here, here's the thing. This is actually – I'm so happy that we got these moon people. Yeah. Because they don't need to eat. They're basically immortal. They don't need to really rest. All they want to do is create <laughs> national treasures. Once yeah. again, S, S, we have not summoned them. We him. have not summoned them. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, all, that's all they want to do. They cannot communicate with each other either. Well, he, here's the thing. They don't communicate with each other, so that means that the things that they're building are elaborate attempts to communicate with each other. <laughs> right? Yeah. But here's, here's the, the thing is, Kevin, even if they somehow succeed and they're like, oh, I understand how we can use this gigantic device yeah. to actually communicate our ideas to each other. As soon as that happens, it becomes historically important and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> They're like shit, shit. and then you see a bunch of balls just go. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they sh- they show you a little bit of the dark side, <laughs> their moon taint, if you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they show you their taint. They show you their moon taint. Um, yeah, you keep adding that to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that that means <laughs> that on? they have then have they then have another two options, Kevin. When that happens, yeah, one, they can figure out this device and try and use it to communicate, or they build an entirely new one from scratch. 
Well, I mean, the, this part of it also comes the fact that since they, they're aware that this stuff is being pulled and pushed through dimensions, because mm-hmm. eventually their own will come back to them. Yeah. That, that like... You, they just don't know when. Yeah, they don't know when. Or where. Like, those are, like, maybe they're trying to communicate with each other across these dimensions. Maybe. Maybe they're like, like, hey, if we all work together, we could fuse our dimensions into one. You know what this reminds me of, Kevin? Yeah. This reminds me of Twitch Plays Pokemon. Okay. Where there's yeah. a bunch of people trying to work towards a single goal, doing a single input at a time. No, yeah, and because they're all telekinetic, yeah, and also you know, you know, attentive and all those things, yeah. They they when they're building something, they are just doing their own thing. Like yeah. someone's like, all right, I'm going to build a wall here, and someone's like, I built a window next to that wall. How or, can we use this? Or I built a I built a door above the window. I forgot where the floor was. Here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah. There's a bunch of people all working to the single goal, and then there's a bunch of people just being like, I want to see this burn. Well, (laughs) I I don't know if we have people who are specifically chaotic. Yeah. But I do think... I guess the question is, are Libyans chaotic people? Well, the the problem that... Well, I think what it comes down to is that no matter how helpful you are, if you cannot communicate... Like, what's going to happen is people are going to be building two sides of this thing, and they're going to touch, and one's going to be a foot higher than the other. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh... Dang. Dang, yo. We're going to figure this out. And then it's sent to another dimension, and then they have to continue building it. Yeah. <laughs> in their own way, adding puzzles and these things. The worst thing is going to happen is when these things eventually get shunted off to our dimension, and we're like, what is this Tower of Babylon? <laughs> <laughs> Full of puzzles and traps. Is okay, this, I, I'm seeing a lot of circular indentations. So clearly they put large circles in places. Um, I don't know what that's for. Jeremy, essentially what these things are making are dungeons from Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, but they are specifically, Kevin, word puzzles. <laughs> yeah, yeah word a lot pu- of word puzzles. They are, they are linguistics puzzles because we don't know if there are words. <laughs> Why would there? I mean, this there is, be- this is we made Kevin. We made a world where the language is puzzles. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That is pretty mysterious. <laughs> Even the language is a mystery. Everything's a mystery. You get a mystery. Uh, <laughs> okay, we should talk a little bit. Their social structure is class. So, what is our class based on? Planners and doers, or I think it's probably. Who's who's the smoothest? It might be size. Oh, okay. So so if you're actually like moon sized, yeah. I like. I mean, this. I don't think you go all the way up that, but I think if we go from like large grapefruit or softball yeah. to like basketball to like medicine ball, yeah, I think that's the sort of like well because because class in our world is based around like the money you have and things like that, but these people have no need for money, but they, they have, have no, no need, need for sustenance for no or need. anything. Yeah. So so what do they need? What do they need? They're, well, they're trying to communicate, right? So the person who like ima- imagine this, Kevin. Yeah, let's. Ju- you're not in your body anymore. Okay, you're in a body, but you can't talk. Yeah. Or make any noise, really. Yeah. You can move things with your mind, but you don't need to eat. You don't need to sleep, right? Yeah. So there are a couple things that you could do. You make games or puzzles so that okay. you're not bored. Yeah. Or you try to communicate with other people. Those are the two things that, like, you would still want to do, right? Yeah. I mean, hang on. So, Jeremy. Yeah. So, these things clearly are just making Dungeons & Dragons, like, style uh, dungeon crawlers with a lot of word puzzles and things like that. And traps and things. And also just weird geography because they have not planned this up together. And also, they don't have ground. They don't don't care where they're oriented. No. Um, Maybe class isn't what I thought it was. What do you think it is now, Kevin? I think maybe they have different classes. 
For what? I don't know. Like, what's a cleric? (laughs) 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 Their social structure is based on class, Jeremy. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) 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 So the different types of moons are different classes. Yes. So you got to... Okay, but Kevin... But Kevin, yeah, there's no magic in this world. I mean, there is. No, let's be clear. There's not. No, none of them are spellcasters. Yeah, telekinetics. Like a stronger telekinetic would be a spellcaster. There are fighters. Yeah, and rogues. Yeah, and scholars. Well, are those the three classes? We don't want to go through like. <laughs> there's different versions. I of guess this? there's barbarians. Those are the big ones. <laughs> very big. Very rocky. Very big. Very like rocky. medicine ball. There's yeah. sort, of, sort of like, hey, we. He's uh, thinking. I want to take down this wall, so they just roll through it. I guess there's like tinkerers. <laughs> I mean, those are kind of scholars. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's think of it this way, Jeremy. There are fast moons, strong moons, and smart moons. And there's Kevin. bards. <laughs> no, that uses magic. Also, no. specifically, it's about music and singing, so no bards. No, it's just about music. You can still make music without having. I any guess other that's vocals. true. You could make music. There's, there's essentially just an orb sitting in the middle of like a xylophone. It's going like ding 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 ding. He has those like was steel drums. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know what you just said. I can't talk to you either. <laughs> Why am I thinking this to myself? It's a pattern. Maybe we can figure out the pattern, and then we'll know what that moon is saying. That actually make a lot, make a lot of sense if like there's just some moons that are just like, no, the best way to do it is through song. Yeah. We communicate through song, and those are the bard class. That is the bard class. Uh, then you, then you have, I guess, the strong class. Yeah, which are the ones who are who have very good telekinetic power, so they're like moving things. Well, they they're so big that means they have bigger brains, but it yeah. doesn't make them smarter. It just makes them have stronger telekinesis. Yeah, so they can you know move things, yeah. and they are built. They're they're doing like the grunt work of building up these towers. Yeah. Uh, then you have, I think, the ones that are probably like the smaller ones. Those are the smart ones. They're the smart class, if you will. And they they try. I to think pl- the small ones are not the smart class. Oh. I think they're the crafty class. Okay, I, I think mean that- the entire race is crafty. Yeah, extent. I know, but I think I think that's the one. Those are the ones that specialize in detail work. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason I like, and then the-, the smart class goes in and adds all the puzzles. Well, the, actually, <laughs> what I like about the smart class is the smart class is like we need to coordinate, but there's no way to coordinate. So they're all just furious all the time. <laughs> They're like, I have s- – because, like, you, you think that smart cops would be like, oh, they're like the architect, the one who's planning it. Yeah. Now, imagine you're an architect who can't talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that you have a plan that you can't communicate to anyone. <laughs> so you try to do it through, like, you try to make designs and things. Yeah, but then you, you can't- start making something where you're like, okay, if we all use this, then the plan will come out and everyone will understand what to do. And then it becomes historically important and disappears. Yeah. The problem is, is that, you that like, Jeremy, you can't even – have like plans or anything like that because there's no because you can't talk you can't communicate yeah everything there has to be based on written so i mean you, and clearly there's some sort of like sensory thing but i don't think it's sight <laughs> what it i mean yeah they maybe, have, they maybe have like blind like, sight yeah and like a radar sense basically yeah. is what i'm thinking it has to be right it's a radar sense and a and a puzzle sense yeah yeah <laughs> this is buck wild Kevin. they know <laughs> It is, yeah. It, it is a very wild world that we that uh, we have 
stumbling I do, here. I do like that there's literally a fourth of the population, because we've only said four classes. Yeah. There's a fourth of the population that is sitting there being like, I am trying so hard, yeah. everyone. Yeah. So hard. Well, I mean, then you have the religious cast who, once again, can't tell anybody anything. <laughs> no, they, they all believe that there's a higher power that's the cause of this, and they all have different ideas about it. Yeah, because they can't communicate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a lonely, lonely world. It is a lonely world. It but you don't care. No. This is the way you are. It's the way you are. And you're surrounded by other orbs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, orb. Can you imagine, Jeremy? Quiet companionship. <laughs> this is my wife. I love her. We've never talked to each other. We just float together. I'm a dude. No, Jeremy, there's no way they have any gender Yeah, there's gender no way they all. have any genders. No, there's no way there's no, there's no mean, gender. Especially there's no sex. Gender is just an agreed upon social construct. And they can't agree upon anything. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I mean, in the, by that sense, like, they could say there's many genders. Yeah, everyone has their own. Everyone has their own because there's no way, because there's no, like, structure to be made. Hey, what's your gender? Balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's my gender too. <laughs> Sweet. How? What do- are your pronouns? Balls. <laughs> okay. So this actually further brings up a question, Jeremy. So are they truly immortal? And like they're the same ones at the beginning or are going to be at the end? Yeah. Or can new ones be made? Maybe one dies. One like all new ones only made when one dies. Like one dies, breaks apart, and a new one comes out of the center of that one, starts growing from there. Mm. Like a jellyfish. Like a jellyfish. Sure, I'm okay with that. <laughs> this is making these things weirder. <laughs> so if one dies and cracks That's open. That's how moons work, right? So, yeah. I'm, Jeremy. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, that is how moons work. It something is, hits yeah. something and something comes off of it and becomes a moon. Yeah. So if something is killed, something comes off that and becomes another yeah. thing. So Or the other option. Now, I do want to make sure that we should... Definitely veto this immediately. Okay. But I am going to say it still. Oh, okay. Two moons, two sides of a room, staring at each other. No communication, but they're like, maybe, maybe, yes, maybe. They hit each other so hard, they break off a piece from each other that combine and create a new one. Okay, veto, no. But, <laughs> okay, good. But I do I do have an idea, Kevin. All right. They have telekinetic power, right? Yeah. So maybe if they find enough of, like, a certain type of stone that they're made out of, they can, they can <laughs> fuse that stone together and create a new moon. Okay, based on the dead bodies of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dead bodies, or if they find a deposit of stone that works. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's how moons work. It's how moons are made. <laughs> the moons are made. I mean, really, their telekinesis is just very, very fine control of gravity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. <laughs> moons jeremy <laughs> moons the internet gave you this everyone it gave us a very small thing usually there's a lot more in usually there there is a lot more but in that there. just gave the all we're focusing on is moon okay i want to make sure we get something that's accurately libyan in here so i know you're usually the one that looks up stuff on their phone but i'm gonna do it so, right, so let me let me guess what you're going to do here jeremy you're going to go to the wikipedia page for libya no i just typed in libyan you're going to get, like, some sort of racist stereotype. Fine, I'll click on the Libya Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, you'll okay. be like, you're going you're gonna to search up, what are Libyan people like? And you're like, oh, uh, oh no, there's so uh, much racism in here. <laughs> they are the fourth largest country in Africa. Okay. They have lots of oil reserves. I mean, it's Africa. Yeah. Um, 
This doesn't really give me any information on, on the, the culture. culture. It's just culture. Yeah. The, the, the only thing that we're you know, based on. Okay. So this is something I, f- I feel we could draw from. All right. Um, they were in, it was inhabited by the Berbers since the Bronze Age. Okay. And they've had ancient Greek colonists visit them and stuff. So that is, um, they've been ruled by Carthagians, Persians, Egypts, and Greeks, and then they became part of the Roman Empire. So maybe they just, maybe a bunch of different, like, I mean, that's where it makes sense that, like, these things have a bunch of different cultures sort of combining into one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they've had a bunch of different, like, ball rulers, I guess. There's also a bunch of Italians that live there. Okay. I think this is just it's a huge melting pot. Which makes sense. It's it's in the center of almost everything that happened in that in that region. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what you get when you get lost stuff in Africa. Yeah. Is that like it's yeah. just they're everything because everything is happening. <laughs> yeah, so it's there. just a mix of lots of different things. Classes. Which makes, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> lots of different classes. I mean, even within those classes, nobody thinks the same way. <laughs> You'll know. Yeah, no one because once again, they cannot communicate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have no – I mean, like, they, they could figure out how to write things down, but without communicating what that means, you're just yeah. scribbling on the ground. It, exactly. But they that's could, how – That's how. I mean, that's just the kind of way the human language evolved. Here's, here's, the, became, here's the difference between humans and, like, our situation and their situation, yeah. Kevin. One of them writes a bu- carves a bunch of symbols into the ground so that people – that other people can find it with their radar sense. Yeah. Somebody finds it and figures out what it means. Yeah. Right? And maybe they lead other people yeah. to this thing. And more and more people find out what it means. <laughs> Jesus. And then it disappears. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the the Rosetta Stone helped us figure out a lot of languages. And as soon as we found it, we're like, oh, man, this thing's awesome. Oh, come on. No. Why? Damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> ah, beans. Then it's somewhere else in there trying also, to figure it out. Also, Kevin. Yeah. Another Rosetta Stone could just appear that doesn't match <laughs> any of the things that have actually happened here. Uh, I don't know what this means. <laughs> I can't tell if this is some sort of word puzzle or if it's actually a national treasure. Oh, crap. He's coming, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm back. I'm back. Hey, Nicholas Cage. Hello. Hey. Now, tell me what the mystery is. Well, there's I'm, a national treasure here somewhere, yeah, that, and I'm going to find it. I mean, we created, because there are criminals, Kevin, yeah. criminals who want to take our history from us. Okay, I mean, I have like we were just creating a world that had like moon people in it. All right, there's these moons. No, no moon people. Well, also, it's fake. Nicholas Cage, none of it's real. That's what you think. <laughs> you I have here a notebook of my great grandfather. Okay, does he talk about moon people in there? No, but it does talk about the music of the spheres. <laughs> so you think that might be like some sort of, uh, what, do you, what, what would you call it, hidden secret thing we're referencing moon people? No, think about it. What's music? Music is a language. This is the language of these moons. We've just got to find the language of the moons, Kevin. All right, now I'm down with this. Where do you want to go? Like Seattle? <laughs> Where are these moons from, Kevin? They're from a different dimension that we made up. Seattle. They're from Seattle. Let's go to, to Seattle. Let's go to Seattle, Nicholas Cage. All right, I'll meet you there. All right. <laughs> Jeremy, you want to come back in here? Yeah, thanks. I'm allergic to Nicholas Cage. I think Cage. I'm going to Seattle. <laughs> I had to run away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I know. You left me here with him. And now I got to go on a, now I have to go on a trip 
to the <laughs> to the West Coast yeah. with Nicolas Cage. I, I mean, it sounds like a good time to me. We're going to bond, Jeremy. Just bring like a Superman comic book. I heard he likes Superman. We're going to come together. We're going to fall apart. <laughs> It's going to be a whole thing. and is, it, Oh, is there going to be a romantic like tension between you? Well, obviously. <laughs> okay. And it's going to take up so much time. Yeah. I don't want this. <laughs> he's promoting his movie Mandy or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I heard he's really crazy in that. Oh, in that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically. Okay. okay. I, I heard he's crazy for Nicolas Cage in that. <laughs> so someone was like, hey, Nicolas Cage, you want to do a movie where you don't have to give a fuck? No, I think they were like, hey, Nicolas Cage, here's a script where you can turn everything to 11. <laughs> I'm going to turn it to 12. And Nicolas Cage was like, my dial doesn't have any numbers on it. <laughs> I just spin it. It's just a louder, more open mouth. <laughs> I sp- and I'm going to turn it to the, po- to, to the point on the dial where the mouth dislodges from the jaw. <laughs> I'm going to turn to the point where I'm a snake man. Ah. <laughs> okay, Kevin. There's one one thing we have to do for this world before we finish our generation of it. Okay. And that is we have to name this world. <laughs> All right. So it's it's also pan-dimensional. It's pan-dimensional. There are moon people. Yeah. And their language is puzzles. And their, his, and their history keeps being taken from them and replaced with another history. Yes, and because they're not omnipotent, they don't know what's actually theirs and what's from another dimension. Okay. <laughs> Can this be called Balls to the Walls? No. With Zeds. What about Moondance? No, that's too serious. Okay. I don't know. I feel like we. I think we need to. We need to lean into the like puzzle or mystery part of this because that is super central. That became more central than anything else, right? Dark. I don't know. I was gonna say dark side of the moons. Dark side mooning. Um, <laughs> mooned. <laughs> mooned. Just mooned. Third rock from the sun. <laughs> Third um, rock from the moon. <laughs> can, we go, can we call it moon moon? <laughs> Let's just call it These Rocks Are Moons. These Rocks Are Moons. <laughs> because really, Kevin, if you don't, if if somebody just came upon this world without any of the context of our current conversation, yeah. what they would see is a bunch of floating rocks <laughs> moving things with some unseen appendages. So we have to title it These Rocks Are Moons or it doesn't make any sense. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you guys making something? <laughs> they, look over, they look over you and they're like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. What do they care? What would they care about? They, they, may, they may come and stop and check you out and be like, oh, I got to build something. Yeah. I can't talk to you. I can't talk. To you. No, they'll try. They'll be like, here's a puzzle. And you'll be like, what? <laughs> they give you a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Oh, dang. I never figured out how to do these. I don't know how to do these ones. <laughs> So, These Rocks Are Moons. These Rocks Are Moons is the name of this world. Yeah, These Rocks Are Moon Moons. I mean, that's also a name that's not really, like, a human name, so it makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. It's fair, yeah. These Rocks Are Moons, the new, like, historical mystery absurdist, like, series. (laughs) 
I have an idea for a story. It's a historical mystery. Ooh, what's the mystery? Why are all these moons floating around? <laughs> Why is that historical? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me take you on a trip. <laughs> Let me take you on a ride. <laughs> Musically. Yeah. All right. We should wrap up. I'd go to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this podcast and this world. <laughs> Um, please give us a rating or review or use your mouth words to communicate to other people that you have. Don't take them for granted. Not everyone has those. <laughs> yeah. We just found out. Yeah. We just found out there's people. They're not people. Uh, there's rocks out there that, <laughs> that just float around. There's floating rocks that don't have the gift of language. There's orbs. <laughs> use, use your words and tell people, um, so they can understand your weird jokes. <laughs> the references that you make. <laughs> that, that, that if you say in a in a room full of people who've never listened to this, you will be abandoned on the roadside. One of the best things about jokes, Kevin, is if you find a funny one, you can take that joke and tell it to some other people who didn't hear it before. Yeah, and they you, can enjoy it, and then you're the funny one. Yeah, so you could do that with our podcast. Uh, <laughs> if you have uh, suggestions for topics or comments about this world. You can tweet at us. I'm at Mighty Thews. I'm at Strawman K. Weir. Or you can tweet at us together at Third Space Cast. You can also send us an email. That'll be thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can check out our website to see, I guess, now over 20 episodes uh, in our archive. Yeah. And our theme song is That's about- thirdspacepodcast.com. I thought you already said it. I guess you didn't. I didn't, but I got it in there by interrupting you. Most song, egregiously. I think the song is Balrog Boogie by the Swing Orchestra. Yeah. Join us next week on The Third Space when I become an old man. What? What? Oh, okay. Kevin, until then, you're a cool person from a cool place. <laughs>